All right, I'm sitting down with Sarah Naraki from the Wealthy Theater. Uh, probably most of you in Grand Rapids know this is the Wealthy Street Theater. Um, it's, yep, that's <laughs> it's, right. It's actually the Wealthy Theater, and uh, you know we've seen all sorts of things here, from the Meanwhile movies to uh, some of the film festivals that come around here. Uh, you know they come to the Wealthy Theater, and uh, you know thank you for sitting down with me and talking about what you've got coming out in yeah. the next month or so here. Thanks for inviting me back. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I thought I would start out with just because it's coming up here pretty quickly. I'm, this podcast won't be out in time for tonight's uh, showing of Blue Velvet, mm-hmm. which I haven't talked to my wife about yet, but I'm hoping I can get out tonight to see that because that's actually one of one of the Lynch movies I haven't gotten around to yet. You've not seen it yet? I know, and it's oh like the gosh. one that I feel like most people – no, yeah. <laughs> they know Lynch, and right. it's the one that because the first one I ever got shown was a racer head. Oh boy, diving in deep. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. That's the kind of guy I am. I yeah. like want to see the the weirdest masterpiece that somebody has first, and yep. then look at their other stuff. So um, hopefully, I'll get a chance to go to that tonight. Yeah. But uh, in let's see, in next week, I think it is uh, Wednesday the eleventh. You've got Loving Vincent, which is one of your cinema labs. Yes, I'm so excited about that one. <clears throat> um, it, I feel like it should have won the best picture for or the best feature animated film Mm -hmm. um and i believe that year it went to coco but man that movie is just stunning have you seen it before yes i have seen it um i i actually got it out when uh at eternity's gate came out oh yeah Uh, with willem dafoe yeah and i watched them back to back which by the way is a great experience oh yeah (laughs) yeah because you get two such different views of vincent van gogh right through that right well, I love the animation style with Loving Vincent. Mm-hmm. You know, 65,000 hand-painted frames is just incredible. And there's actually a film on Canopy, um, gosh, what is it called? Like The Impossible Dream or something like that. It's a documentary about the behind-the-scenes oh, of making okay. it. So we'll probably talk about that too. But, yeah, we're going to show it for free. So come on down, check it out. Yeah, because that's like for people who don't know what it is, it's a – it's. Um, like the story of Vincent Van Gogh, yep. but done in an animated style where they painted painted the painted everything in the style of Vincent Van Gogh. Exactly. Uh, so it's uh, like if you think of like Starry Night and you know all of his paintings, like but with those same idea, like the same brush strokes, the same style, swirling around and like moving. It's just. It is a it's a feast for the eyes. <laughs> it absolutely is. And that one, <clears throat> when I first watched it, you know, I thought, man, I'm going to be distracted by seeing all the brush strokes and mm-hmm. being hyper aware of the animation. But it's really neat when you kind of sink into it and get lost in the world and just get absorbed with that style of art. It's it's such an experience. I love that movie yeah. so much. Awesome. Uh, So what else are you excited about that's coming out? Oh, my gosh. This month is full of great film stuff. Um, So aside from Cinema Lab on March 11, Screen Club is back on Monday the 9th. And -hmm. so that's that free discussion where we talk about TV shows and get into, you know, the social and cultural relevance of it. And we're talking about Kidding, the uh, Showtime, I believe it's on Showtime, uh, show with Jim Carrey, where it's kind of a Mr. Rogers Neighborhood 
Still oh, from... I haven't seen any that. I'm not oh, a big man. TV guy, so yeah. like uh, usually when I'm talking to people on the show is when I'm finding out about yeah. TV shows. <laughs> well, this is one to check out. Um, it's done by Michelle Gondry too. So oh, if you like Eternal Sunshine yeah. or Be Kind Rewind. You have a lot of the practical effects in that. Oh, cool. Um, so I'm really excited to talk about that one. Of course, Virginia's going to be back here. What up, girl? Um, <laughs> and we'll be doing that show. Beyond that, we actually have three kind of film festival events coming through. Yeah, I wrote down the one that's coming up in the 3rd through 5th of April because we yeah. probably won't record before then because oh, sure. that was the one that like stood out to me. But yes. yeah, I saw you had a few more before that. Yeah, absolutely. So to touch on that one first, that's the Latin American Film Fest and this is their 10th year. Um, so they do the proper festival from April 3rd to the 5th. But then before that, they've been doing this um, pre-festival series where they play a feature film and have mm-hmm. a discussion and it's a free event where they pick a feature film and they host it here at the theater so you can come watch it and do the discussion. So it's a little taste of what the full film fest is. Mm -hmm. And the last one of that pre-festival series is coming up on uh, Wednesday, March 25th at 7 o'clock. And the film that they're going to be talking about is called The Unafraid. Mm -hmm. So definitely a good one to check out. They have such great conversations around these films. Do you know at all what it's about yet? Or like, because I obviously like, I know you can't see everything that they are that they are programming. That's what they do is they program these festivals. Yeah, I actually don't know this one um, specifically, but if it's anything like the other films that they've had, it's guaranteed to be good. Um, yeah. They bring in just such a great variety of films too. Yeah, that's one of the really exciting things about going to film festivals mm-hmm. is – like literally walking into movies that you have no idea what it's about, but knowing that it's been curated by people who you can trust to not just throw whatever up in front of you. Right, right. Um, It's like we went to uh, uh, Traverse City Film Festival last year, and I saw a bunch of like I hadn't seen – what was the one that really blew me away was that – Werner Herzog documentary about uh, Gorbachev. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of seeing it because I was like, oh, it's Werner Herzog. Sure. You know, I got, you know, we got to go see his movie, right? And uh, like, I grew up in the 80s, but not really, like, I wasn't old enough to understand any of the politics of the 80s. So, sure, I knew I'd heard the name Gorbachev. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, I've heard like what Chernobyl is but like again like watching the show Chernobyl like didn't understand any of that yeah like getting that filled out and like just walking out of just like a regular movie day for me and being like whoa I feel like my world just got cracked wide open oh wow about something that I had no idea was was there and especially for um some of these film festivals that are highlighting uh you know, minorities or people groups that don't normally get a very large voice in our culture, um, the opportunity to really expand your horizons is pretty profound at these things. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Latin American Film Fest at the end of the month, we have Luna Fest, which is coming back. Um, uh, what's that one? So it's more of like a kind of female empowerment film mm-hmm. fest that the uh, Girls on the Run of Kent County which is a a race that goes on here. They do it. They host that film fest as a fundraiser. So it's a free event. We're going to be doing a panel discussion and trying to, you know, analyze, dissect, and talk about the short films because they're a bit heavier, um, kind of darker topics and some just good topics to talk about. And then there's also the No Man's Land 
Film Fest, which is kind of a similar tone there too, which is on March 26th. <laughs> that but... one that one said it in the title. <laughs> <laughs> no man's land, yes. Um, but all fantastic films coming through here. And then on top of that, of course, we always have the Tuesday movies. So as you mentioned, Blue Velvet is happening tonight as we're recording this. Yep. We've got Sister Act on the 10th, uh, The Departed, and yep. play that on St. Patrick's Day. Um, I saw Dick Tracy coming up on the 24th, yes, which yes. I'm I'm actually going to see. Like uh, Dick Tracy, I remember it came out when I was a kid. I remember because it was one of those properties that like McDonald's was like advertising a lot. Interesting. Like you could get Dick Tracy glassware. Yeah. And oh stuff gosh. from McDonald's. <laughs> um but I was too young, so I I've literally never seen it. Yeah. And I I've been kind of waiting for a good time to watch it cuz like I knew I know it's like very stylized. I knew it's kind of what it is about. Right. But this seems like the perfect time to go like pop the seal on that one oh, and yes. and finally see Dick Tracy. Yeah. All I remember <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time probably since back around when it came out. I just remember being terrified of it as a kid because the mm-hmm. some of the characters have yeah they have weird faces and, and oh my gosh it was a uh, nightmare inducing so I'm yeah, excited kn- to face that fear. I know Seth likes that movie, so I'm, yeah. I'm pretty pumped for that one. Awesome. And then the other one that I put down actually is April seventh, uh, El Topo. Oh yes, because I love Yodorovsky. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, People that have listened to the podcast know, like, The Holy Mountain, mm-hmm. Santa Sangra. Those are, like, two of my favorite movies. Um, I've only seen El Topo once. Yeah. And that was on Filmstruck before it went away. Oh, right. Okay. And so I was, like, watching it on my little laptop computer. And I'm really, really excited because it's, it's, like, a, a Western Mm-hmm. Kind, kind of <laughs> like like all of his movies yeah, are what kind they of like whatever they are acid western yeah something like yeah that. Mm-hmm. um but if you're looking for what kind of like you've heard us talk about Yodorowsky and like you are kind of interested in what he might be about like this is a great chance to see it on oh, the yeah. big screen with a bunch of people who are all going to be experiencing it together people yep. that you'll be able to talk to about it afterwards instead of just like you know like i did watching it on my computer and then like looking it up on reddit or something <laughs> <laughs> right right you can decompress in the lobby afterwards maybe have a beer you know yeah yeah because mm-hmm. uh his movies are weird <laughs> yeah that might be an understatement yeah yeah definitely i'm excited for that one that is actually um i don't know if you know sean kenny who he's mm-hmm. always here on tuesdays in the concession stand and he runs the Pickle Fort Film Collective, which is the experimental film club here in town. Oh, cool. So he always picks a weird movie once a year, and this was his pick. So you can thank oh, him awesome. for that one. It's, it's gonna I'm going to have to write that guy's name down and search him out because that sounds like a cool club to be a part of. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy to know anyway. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I... No, that's all I had. Yeah. I think the only other Meanwhile movie we didn't mention was Selena coming up on the 31st. Yeah. um, Which we were just excited to play it. You know, it's a good classic film. And then it turns out that is actually the 25th anniversary of her death is the day that we picked. And we had no idea. Oh. Um, So... I would, happy accident there? I was surprised to see that one on there, actually, because I know it's a little harder sometimes with musicals and yeah. to get, like, right exhibition rights and things like that can be a mm-hmm. little more expensive for things like that. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, we thought it'd be a good title to share with the community, and we're trying to spice it up a bit. Um, you know, we've played, oh, the Talking Heads, Stop Making Sense. We played that one, oh, cool. The Last Waltz. So we're trying to change 
you know, the dynamic of the Meanwhile movies just a little bit. Yeah, I actually, I should like, because I work in a family video that is in an area that is very heavily, uh, you know, populated by Latin people. Mm -hmm. And like, so I have all these friends and they're always looking for, you know, Spanish language movies. And Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the number of times they're like, hey, do you guys have Selena? No, no, we don't. I should let people know that it's playing here because I bet they would come out to see that movie on the big screen. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, and we also have um, Pan's Labyrinth. We're going to be playing that. Um, Oh, nice. I can't think of the date offhand, but it's in May. We just announced it. Oh, cool. Wait a minute. I believe it's on Cinco de Mayo. How appropriate. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But people are pretty excited about that one coming back too. So Yeah, I... I would venture a guess that you might see me and Seth there on that oh, day because so. uh, Seth especially is a huge Guillermo del Toro fan. Yeah, um, I think we, actually the last episode that we had with Virginia on the podcast, we talked about the movie The Fall. I love that movie, um, and it was a great conversation. But towards the end of it, um, I I pointed out um, that it gave me some similar vibes hmm. to Pan's Labyrinth, and, mm-hmm. went, and so I was like, and they actually came out the same year. Um, and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But um, I was saying how they're like both about these girls who are caught up in these situations that are mm-hmm. larger than they are. And they're relying on kind of a fantasy world to help them navigate it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, no, they're not the same. Pan's Labyrinth is a masterpiece. <laughs> like he just he loves that movie. Um, so yeah. I, I bet you'll see him. Awesome. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> Great. Well, I thank you again for sitting down and just sharing what's coming out. Uh, hopefully, uh, people who are listening hear something that they're interested in. I'm going to try and uh, kind of be on social media over the next uh, couple of weeks when uh, some of these movies come out and kind of like trying to really up the level of engagement we get with our community as far as like letting them know when I'm going to be at a showing or mm-hmm. something so that uh, we can see some of our fans out there for those things as well. So, uh, yeah, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. So you've seen Twin Peaks, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of surprised you haven't seen Blue Velvet. It's like such a, a beautiful entry into well, Twin Peaks. Well, and it's also because I don't know. It's just it's just it's a very accessible one, mm-hmm. and I also because of running a website that is, does movie reviews. Yeah, Seth has done that review. Oh, uh, okay. So a lot of times, while I may be interested in a particular director, yeah. I will end up specifically looking for one of their movies that we haven't already reviewed so that I'm kind of doing double duty. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but that does lead to some weird holes in my viewing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be one of them. Yeah. So. Well, that makes sense, though.